New York streets were killers a walk like Pistol Pete and Pappy Mason Gave the young boys admiration Prince from Queens and Fritz from Harlem Street legends, the drugs kept the hood from starving Pushing cars, Nicky Bars was the 70s But there's a long list of high profile celebrities Alright, what's up? We're back, Morse Code Podcast uh, We're all here, we got a good one for you today We are joined by the Causeway Street Podcast We got all the boys with us, we got Joe Sway Sean and Joel, uh, how are you, fellas? What's good? What's up? Hey, we're good. What up, <laughs> guys? Of yeah, course, man. man. Yeah, we are doing this up. right smack dab in the middle of a global pandemic. So we're on Zoom, and we're gonna see how this shit goes. So, real quick, I'm gonna preface here: if you guys aren't, you know, following Cause Street, if you aren't, you know, uh, a part of this podcast right now, I would highly recommend you follow these dudes. Check it out. All things Celtics. All things hoops. Pretty much all thing everything all things, everything else. Um, I'll try to keep this somewhat organized, kick it over to you guys. Um, real quick, we, we figured we'd start. I don't know who wants to kind of jump in and how we want to organize this, but first thing I wanted to really touch on was a little more about you guys in your show. How long you've been, you know, when, when did you guys start? How long it's been up and running? Um, any, any stories from when you guys got going? And so, I mean, it, it's at a point now where, I mean, if you watch the last few episodes, you got, you know, guys from Barstool, you got guys like Kyle Draper, um, you know, a bunch of other guys from, from Boston Celtics media and just New England sports in general. So how long have you guys been, um, been, been rocking with the Causeway Street podcast? You know what? I'll let, I'll let Joel tell the story. He's our, he's our nice. executive producer. So I'll, I'll <laughs> get to the floor there. We'll, Sean and I will jump in and, you know, we'll, we'll correct him. I you. like it. Early on, Josue <laughs> playing point guard, facilitating the half-court offense. <laughs> yeah. Right. off. Here we go. That's it. I'm smart, baby. I'm on a men's <laughs> restriction, you know? Okay. And if anyone's watching this on the, on the video, um, Joel's in witness protection. <laughs> and um, it's, it's like, his, um, voice, his voice is going to be a little distorted too, just like on some unsolved mystery shit. So Yeah, it's like that show Dope when they have like these murderous drug dealers on fucking camera. Yeah, <laughs> With, man, like a, ski masks and stuff. It's a pending case. You know, it's unrelated yeah. to sports. You know, Joel just wants to, you know. Yeah. So we'll, we'll respect yeah. your confidentiality, sir. Go that's ahead. Not, yeah, that sounds a lot better than me trying to figure out this, this damn camera situation <laughs> on, my, on my laptop. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, we we started we started as a as a blog. Uh, mm. We uh, you know Street, you know dot com you know shameless plug. But uh, mm -hmm. it was the last season of the Big Three: uh, Paul Pierce, uh, Ray Allen, and uh, Kevin Garnett. Mm -hmm. And um, and Josue actually came up with the idea. He was like, "Yo, I I want to I want to start a blog and I want to write about the Celtics." And I was like, "I'm I'm down." Like. <laughs> How do we start this up? And and uh, Sean and Joseph actually they went to college together, and they actually had a a, a sports show on the uh, the college radio station. Yo, one twenty playing Sean. There you go. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Shout so out. I, I would. It was it was funny because I would I would call in. I'd be like the the uh, the NBA analyst. I was uh, mm. JP, the NBA analyst, when they would you know talk about hoops. JP, oh man, it takes me back. Eighty nine nine WSCB. There you go. There you go. Uh, so we we're, we're, we're already. I called into that show too. By the way, a lot of crackheads. Nice, excellent. <laughs> that's oh, that's oh, a, come on, man. Just a lot of people. Cra crackhead radio. It's just fans. They're still fans. You know, <laughs> we'll take them all. Let's think about channel eighty nine point nine. Someone's listening to that channel in downtown Springfield because we had about an eight mile radius of where our thing went to. Uh -huh. So, yeah, imagine eighteen miles, Sean. Eighteen. All right. Miles. Okay, come on. Right, yeah. you, you guys, people being, you guys are being heard in like Connecticut, right? If I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, but that that wasn't by design. That's because uh, Connecticut's ten minutes away. So. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> but yeah. Gotcha. True. Well. Well. The, the the point is us us three we already had that chemistry <laughs> yeah clearly <laughs> that chemistry in terms of you know talking sports and and just shooting the shit pretty much uh you know uh for those that don't know you know, we, you know me and joseph have the same last name yes we are related we are brothers nice. so uh <laughs> obviously we've always been Celtics fans uh, growing up and it was just a no-brainer when when joseph uh, brought the idea to both me and sean you know let's start this blog and we decided to call it Causeway Street because that's where the garden is, or at least where the old garden was. That mm -hmm. that street is, you know, called called Causeway Street. So um, 
we didn't know what, what was going to happen, you know, after, I mean, that last season of Doc Rivers and, and, and the big three and, you know, being championship contenders. So um, and it was like that, that was like the last hurrah, I guess, with, with those guys in that core. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, all, all the articles that we would write and, you know, we we're trying to get people to, you know, follow us on all social media platforms. We were on Facebook already. Twitter was kind of up and coming, but we, we weren't like, you know, messing too much with Twitter. It was mostly mm-hmm. just Facebook and, um, you know, just trying to get the website going. And we had other, other, other writers too that, that, that started off with us and we were just strictly a blog. It wasn't until the end of uh, the Brad Stevens first year in Boston when we decided we should, you know, have people hear what we have to say, not just, you know, you know, not just people reading what we have to, you know, like not not just the writing aspect of mm-hmm. of what we know, but we wanted people to like, you know, just hear what we have to say when we, when, like I said, when we shoot the shit and and just you know uncensored and and just you know talk about not just the Celtics but the NBA because that you know that first year Brad Stevens uh, obviously the Celtics didn't make the playoffs. Uh, it was um was one of those things where like okay this this, this the team is rebuilding so we can just kind of branch out into the NBA and into other other you know topics but it was yeah. we, we it was focused around the celtics but uh little did we know the next year or two how you know the the uh 200 trades that danny age pulled off yeah would uh would lead to great content as uh as right. uh, brad stevens tenure you know continued and and pretty much um uh i don't know if i'm leaving anything out sway oh, oh we actually me, me, me and so actually we, we used to work for um for Intercom, which owns WEEI. At the time mm. when we started working there, they used to broadcast the Celtics games. Yep. So we were always down at the garden, you know, <laughs> passing out those three-point cards. I don't know if you guys will remember when, when, when Ray was still here. And, and it's just, it just a, a big-ass card that said WEEI on it and um, the number three. So it was just, you know, try, trying to get the this, this station, you know, recognized on TV or whatever. Out, bro. What are you talking about? What you say? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't pass those out. Get out of here. Wait, so how long have you guys been in cahoots with uh, Cornbread Maxwell? Because I know Joseph. Well, actually, yeah, that's that's funny that you brought that up because uh, you know we used to do a lot of events with him, like mm-hmm. <laughs> promotional mm-hmm. events with with Cornbread. So I, I've always, I've always, you know, had a, a, a somewhat a relationship. But you know, Joe Sway's that that took off even even further, obviously, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, once the once the once the the podcast got started, um, Joshua actually became the a writer for WEI.com covering the Celtics. So he'd have uh, access to he had media he had a media pass pretty much, and mm-hmm. so he'd get like these like exclusive quotes and you know video of players and coaches, and and we we obviously we take we took advantage of it, and with not just the writing, but also with the with the podcast, so. It's it's grown from there, and yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely so, grown too. Because the funniest part of where we started, we we started to record. Talking about studios, Joel had like a, a somehow access still to uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a CSB, CSB, I'm a CSB I was alum. Say, which one are you talking about? We had a few studios. <laughs> yeah, we had a CSB yeah. alum. I'm, I'm yeah. an alum, so I had access to a, a, a studio. Mm-hmm. But before that, though. We actually were we were at a at a at a, at a studio in was it Woburn or Waltham? The worst Sorry. place. Yeah, Woburn, <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, in was, the begin- yeah, in the beginning, it's funny. In the beginning, we like before we we, we we were we were able to get you know studio time. We actually uh we 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 record with uh with one microphone in a room that we would try to like find that was somewhat soundproof, and we used to have to sit this mic in the middle of this table. And just talk about the Celtics, mm-hmm. and those were the early days of the Cosby Street podcast. So what, like, what year are we talking about? We're talking about 2014, like that. They, they, yeah. like the. So that that's still really early in yeah, like just like the podcast off, game in general. It's funny it's, because yeah. you know what, you know what you're, you're talking into right now. Well, both of you guys, that's yeah. what we needed. We just needed a Yeti. <laughs> we would have been fine, but we yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. a Yeti. <laughs> so right, right. Yeah. the sound quality wasn't always great. Like yeah. the Yeti. It was a game changer, but by that point, we already had like a full-on studio with mics and a soundboard and everything. So we've been mm-hmm. doing that ever since. 
Records. <laughs> but, oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. we were sh- we were shopping around, quote unquote, shopping around for studios. Yeah, for, uh, I don't know what a year and a <laughs> half, right, fellas? Until we finally got the uh, got the equipment, and we pretty much got the, yeah. the ball just started rolling from there. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, so we had we had Kenny Anderson on. That was our first big Ooh. guest. Bro. Kenny oh. Anderson, our first big guest. New York's finest. Yeah, but we get to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting studio, and then they lit joel had been going back and forth they were like guys you can't use you yeah. can't use the studio <laughs> like, you can't keep using the studio we were like that's fine yeah, right. yeah. and then we get uh, there somebody snitched somebody somebody snitched on me that's what happened it's on <laughs> a big someone's like oh yeah you think you're gonna interview uh kenny is it tonight no nah. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually we actually uh we actually recorded that that interview at the EEI studios. The only, oh, I think the only man. the one and only the one and only episode that we did at the EEI studios yeah, with, Kenny Anderson. with Kenny Anderson. Kenny and, was uh, yeah, we ain't fucking paid for Kenny Anderson. How desperate is that, bro? We fucking so paid. Was, uh, really? So how how did that work? I didn't think you were gonna say that, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I so, <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's like, he, I'm curious <laughs> though. But yeah, and at the time, at the time, I was a, I was uh-huh. a producer uh, at EEI before I started writing. So I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm just gonna give him a heads up, and then we just were able to literally on the fly record that interview. There. That's dope. So how, how old? I don't know if you guys are similar in age now or not, but how how old were you guys roughly? Like when you like the Kenny Anderson interview, where it kind of got like mid twenties, early to mid twenties. Uh huh. Yeah. I okay, cool. Okay. I got cool. a question. So, yeah. Josue, you were <clears throat> you don't still write for EEI, do you? I don't. I don't know. I write for CLS Media. I'm also a reporter for CLS Media, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. still on the beat. Yeah, I'm still I'm still on the Celtics beat. Okay. So, let's say I'm not a writer. How much I got to pay for a press pass? Pay? It's really not even about that, man. Honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, it's one of those like you just gotta. I can't just fill out an application and. <laughs> yeah, I can't apply. Interview for <laughs> press pass. Put a price on it, bro. Yeah, that's what you guys should do on the side to start slinging press passes, or just start your own like, like charity passes? foundations. <laughs> it sounds like a Sean idea. I've ever heard. Yeah, of yeah. you haven't brought, brought that up yet. But I, um. I think have. I probably have. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up your first interview with Kenny, which is a pretty dope first interview, especially for a Celtics fan. Cause like, I feel like Kenny Anderson's right on the fringe of like, you know what I mean? If he's, if he's a local Celtics guy or if he's a bigger name NBA guy, obviously Celtics nation, I fucking love Kenny Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who I consider the original, original big three, Pierce Antoine and, and Kenny Anderson. Um, <laughs> Nice. But I mean, since now, obviously that was what, six, seven years ago by now, you guys have recurring guests. You have, we're correct me if I'm wrong. Do you guys do most shows have a guest or is it kind of mostly you three and then guests sporadically or how do you try to set up? Uh, with your, it's mostly your guests sporadically. Uh, yeah. But with the season coming back up and everyone getting mm-hmm. excited again, we, we, we have guests more often in season. Right, you know, right, right, right. That makes this sense. This year has been so funky because, you know, it's summertime, we're in like off season mode and it's the complete no opposite. No shit. Yeah, yeah. But, exactly. um, but yeah, you know, we got got reoccurring guests and we have fun, you know, that's always yeah. the, that's the goal at the end of the day. You know, we, we, we came into this thing thinking about being three guys talking Celtics, sports, NBA, and maybe mm-hmm. not trying to get too, you know, X's and O's or analytical, but more of an mm-hmm. entertainment slash, you know, informative conversation with three guys, you know, like it feels like you're 100%. just hanging out with us three as opposed to feeling like you're on, you know, we're on stage and you're watching three quote unquote experts you know um totally and, and from there i think that resonates with our guests you know when we have interviews with, with different people you're seeing that side of them more laid back as opposed to what you would see you know if they're on espn with a microphone in their hand yep and, and that's a really good point because before we kind of started i guess recording whatever you want to call it we were we were chatting with sean about kind of how obviously podcasts in general have come a long way since six years ago whatever, whatever you want to call it And it's like, there's so many like watered down shows where it's just two stat nerds who talk for an hour and just dump Uh, fucking Kawhi Leonard's (laughs) fucking junior year three point shooting percentage or something. And it's like, well, if you look at his uh, one year in college, (laughs) exactly. It's like, we're going to, you're going to lose people very quickly asking these guys about their war. (laughs) exactly um there's a i I think 45 different podcasts like that i mean mean, they're all exactly and they're everywhere because anyone can do it and i don't i don't want to 
fast forward too much from next. I know you guys have, have obviously it's been a while now and you know, I'm sure you've exponentially grown from that Kenny Anderson interview, but eh. I, I'd be curious to ask your thoughts. Cause you've been doing this a lot longer than us. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe you haven't seen it, but since quarantine, there's been a big boost in shit like this. Cause people are home. They have nothing to do. They have zoom. It's fucking free. Um, you can literally talk into when I first started, I would just talk into garage band and record it and then post yep. it on like Facebook. Cause I didn't know any other way to do it. Um, not a bad way to start out by the way. Yeah. <laughs> how have you guys kind of seen being in this like veterans? How, how have you guys seen kind of the podcast game change from like you as podcasters and then also from like people who listen to podcasts? Do you see an exponential growth in uh, popularity of this stuff? Like per- personally, I, I really don't listen to a lot of music anymore. I'll throw on a podcast or like, shit yeah, like that. it's absolutely. becoming more and more main mainstream. Right. Absolutely. And I'll keep my answer short. So I, you know, get Joel and Sean here for this, because this is a great mm-hmm. question. Um, I, honestly, I would say um, the, the growth I've seen throughout the last four or five years has been incredible. And I think a lot of that has to do with just the, the way we, you know, take in news and entertainment, you know, everything is on demand now, you know, no one's going to say, Oh, I have to be home by nine o'clock to watch my favorite show, you know, like, yep. those days are over. And I think that's really helped the podcasting industry, because people want to have that, okay, this is great. I love the notification that you told me you got a brand new episode, but I'll listen to that when I'm ready for it, as opposed to no drop what you're doing, listen to this right now, or it's, or it's gone, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. a beauty about it. It's always there. It's on your phone, you subscribe. So I've seen a huge growth uh, from the podcasting, you know, industry in general, but also, I, you know, we we'd be we'd be lying if we say the Celtics doesn't have a huge part to do with this. I mean, they've been yeah. relevant every single year, minus that one year, right? <laughs> yeah. Stevens' first year, which Joel talked about, which is the year we started. I know, and literally, it's a hell of a time to start. It was a hell of a time because, well, <laughs> well, first of all, it's unique for us, right? For 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 guys who 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 uh, Celtics fans love, you know, they want information constantly. That was mm-hmm. speculation season. Oh, let's get Jimmy Butler, Sean. Oh, DeMarcus cousin will be a Celtic. I promise you. You know, like no Isaiah Thomas comes. No one expects uh, what happened happened. You know, obviously we all know what happened there. And, and the listeners and the following that came with it just helped us big time. And it's sort of yep. just those guys have sort of latched on. You know, and we built that audience and they haven't left us. And honestly, we we can't say thank you enough. And we try to remind our listeners over and over again how much we really do appreciate them. Yeah, that's dope. That's huge. Um, let me ask you this. What do you, th- do you find you've obviously grown your podcast as well? What, what do you think are some of the, the better things you've done to help grow it? Is it, is it guests? Is it getting friends to share it? Is it just that um, consistency of, Hey, you know, we told you we're going to put out one episode a week. We're putting out one episode a week. What, what have you guys seen to help you as far as growth goes? I mean, I, I think, I think content is obviously number one, mm-hmm. right? You've got to have something for people to listen to. It's got to be consistent for sure. Yeah. And you know what? The, you know we. I, so there's consistency, and then there's also you got to have your social media presence, right? Mm-hmm. Like that needs to be consistent too. Because if you're if you're just podcasting, and then like we, you know, Joel's like the god of fucking Causeway Street Twitter and Instagram. He's on it all day, every day, mm-hmm. uh, promoting our stuff. And you know, yeah, I, it I took a while to build. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it took a while to build. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, I think consistency because even when we miss a week. You know, stuff happens. We miss a week. We get. Well, at this we, point, it's different. I mean, at yeah. this point, you've built yeah, a, right. a brand where yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Um, it, I'm it, sure there were times back. When you, yeah. When you, when you see like 70 people heard the first, you know, like whatever, yeah. first, second episode, you're like, it's, yeah, it's, to keep that motivation is tough. That's true. Now it's easier. Yep. Yeah. Good point. Um, that's actually a good point. So, real quick on that same note, I mean, what was it like? What, what were your initial goals when you guys started this thing? Like you, you said, it was just for fun. But I mean, after a yeah, like after a year or two, when you got some real traction, like what were you guys starting to? What was the mindset like? Um, you know, when we got big traction, we I think we were doing almost almost like we're doing like episode almost every five days or so. Like we were just Mm. so pumped up. Like whether it's a you know a road trip or some four game homestand, Mm. let's break it down, or or, you know a huge matchup between the Celtics and Lakers, whatever the case may be. Um. And I think we just try to kind of hone in on our on our chemistry. And I, I honestly say it's always been there, you know, especially in the in the beginning because of you know our history and we, we've known each other for so long. 
mm-hmm. but also, uh, you know, just picking up on each other's cues or picking up on mm. each other's buttons, you know, oh, I know if I hit this button, that's going to trigger this. And I got a retort, <laughs> I got a retort in the chamber for that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's all mm. pre-calculated, uh, you know, before I used to make the mistake of telling these guys sometimes. And then, you know, they're already, they're ready for it. And the mics go on. It's like, oh shit. Like, why did I tell them that? You know, like yeah. they're, they're ready for your argument, you know? Yeah, so yeah. That, that it's almost like uh like verbal sparring, if you will. And you mm. pick up on each other's uh, uh, techniques. But yeah, but I think it's chemistry too. Like you said, the ke- we didn't have to build the chemistry. That sort of came natural to us. We right. started because we would just be drinking at a bar, talking mm. sports, and we'd be like, "Great start." Why are we? Why are we doing this? Why are we getting? Why are we trying to make this something? Yeah. You know. And, so work. Here's an interesting point. I think that's or, a great or Sean, point. Or Sean would yell at a Levitar or somebody and be like, yeah, this guy <laughs> sucks. Like, yo, we got to do something, man. When are we going to yeah. do a podcast? Like, that yeah. Yeah. I think everyone yells at Levitar. Levitar. Oh, yeah. Stu Gotts. <laughs> oh, at the time, um, he had like a like 10 a.m. show or whatever. It was yeah. But no, it, it's that. interesting you say that because there's probably groups of friends all over the country who have that same conversation every weekend at a bar. Yo, yep. why aren't we doing this? Blah, 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 blah. But it takes a certain type of person to actually fucking do it. You right. know, like not to get too like whatever, but you know, you can talk about this shit all day. You guys have built a successful podcast. That first step is just taking that first fucking step to saying, Hey, let's, right. let's put ourselves right. out there and do it. And the then first time again, we released a again, podcast again, again, you know, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure you felt the same way. You probably recorded it, hit publish or send or post on Facebook. And then it's like, oh, like, oh, shit. Like, are people going to hate it? Are they going to listen? Are they going to like it? What are we doing now? Like, they'll do that, bro. That, that first step is, is huge. And yeah. I mean, six years later, that's crazy. That's a long ass time. Yeah. So, yeah. Respect, the, and you guys are still going strong. For the audio want? listeners um, who aren't watching this on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> uh, dark screen Joel is still <laughs> himself. Now, illuminated Joel has also joined the show. Holy oh, shit. Wait, with Joel. Hey. Yo. Did you sign the sign the plea deal? What's going on, man? You good? He's on the burner account. <laughs> His lawyer gave him the green light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his mic's cut off. Yo, your mic's mute. Unmute your mic. Yo, how think, is that? How is this possible? We're supposed to be good at Zoom by now, bro. I think Come that's on. part of the witness protection thing. thing. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. give you video. Yeah. We're not giving you audio yet. Oh, Do you hear me? Yeah, oh, oh, get the headphones out. Yeah, hear me now? Oh, hey. perfect. Now you're good. Yeah, you good. Out. Good. All right. All right. All right. We can start the show now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Welcome back. Uh, let's get going. But no, that, that's dope. So, um, Soapy, I've kind of been hijacking this whole thing. Why don't you go ahead? All right. I'm, I'm uh, on your little mind. Getting to some specific questions. Um, how the fuck does Kyle Draper get on the show when he's a Philly native? Mm. Explain. <laughs> Explain, please. That's, well, that's actually a big reason why we had him on because we, we uh, what was it? The first time we had him on was last year during the series. Wait, no. Mm. Was it the year uh, after that? I, that was, I feel like the first, time we, the first time we had him on was like a, uh, before the season was started. Okay, yeah, that's right. We were, that's doing a we were talking about what went wrong in the, in the Philly series the, the year prior, season prior. Correct. And he likes to bust our ball because he's, he's convinced that we're like, well, he doesn't start saying this until we, you know, we give him a hard time about how, you know, Philly's not that great. Or the Sixers yeah. aren't really a threat. And he's like, oh, you guys just love the Celtics, you know, you fanboys or whatever. But it's great. It's great banter. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, to, to, to see what he says on TV and then call him out and stuff, it's just always fun with, with, with Drake's, man. He's, yeah. he's, a great, he's a great guy. He seems that, like that's a what I, Yeah, he, he does. Um, and he, he's been doing this for like a, a while now. I, yeah. I feel like um, in the beginning, him and Sherrod used to be like strictly in arena, weren't they? In the beginning, and then eventually, yeah, I, uh, I think Draper moved to like the the pregame show, the scout. Right. Yeah, Sherrod yeah. was like sideline when he first came. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, a Sherrod Blakely. So so he is though. We can confirm he is a Sixers fan. Kyle Draper. Oh, he won't was, say it. He won't say it. But he, he won't he is. say it. But he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because I tweeted him and um, jobs Max Letterman. And neither one of them responded. And I'm like, bro, you got, I know you guys are Sixers fans. Because <laughs> yeah. they both shout out Philly in like, um, on Twitter and Instagram all the time. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I know something's yeah. up here. I mean, Fraud. you know closet Philly fan when he's saying that Matisse Dybul can have a huge <laughs> impact on the freak. You got so mad about I heard you say, I remember like, that. I, I did listen to that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Thibault's got a better chance of uh, maybe winning some sort of Academy Award with his YouTube shit that he's putting out right now. You guys follow that? 
It's oh, actually pretty I've dope. Seen, I've, I've, I've seen, seen some, some of it. Blog. Yeah, Life in the Bubble. There's some crazy shit going down in the bubble. Yeah, what about... um? I saw the... Uh, what's his name? The guy's been out for a, long, for a while for, for Denver. Uh, Michael Carter. Uh, oh, yeah. Michael Porter? Porter. Porter, excuse me. Yeah. What's up with that, man? He's one of those uh, conspiracy theory guys. Yeah. Huh? You got to yeah, get that stuff to yourself, rocker. man. You can't be going public with that. He's on that... He's on that Denver, Colorado Kush. <laughs> Not <Nonstop. laughs> uh, <laughs> Super, super elevated. <laughs> yeah. um, he strikes me as the type that would be like, like, I don't know, just obnoxious about it, being like, you know, you're just living in a world that you, that isn't what you think it is, or something like that. You know, yeah. one of those guys. He, like, he has like the book. With you, like, he has the book 1984 on his bookshelf, positioned like just perfectly <laughs> for everyone. Great year, great year, great year. Oh, did I leave that out? <laughs> yeah, 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 that was strange, but it's funny, man. I was talking. We can shift to this a little bit. We were talking earlier. Excuse me, going into the season, kind of like when that first. Let's rewind the full timeline. So that first Woj bomb came out, right? NBA is back. July 31st, they're going down to fucking Orlando. These teams are going. And then I think the next week, the Kyrie Irving stuff came out. And we're like, okay, maybe people aren't going down there. What the hell is going to happen now? And then um, ESPN.com had like a full, I don't know if you guys read this column. It was like, well, originally there was like a hundred page document. Like here are the rules of Orlando and quarantine and this, this, and that. And they kind of broke it down a little bit. And we were saying, all things considered, if there wasn't like a, you know, deadly global pandemic going on, this setup seems kind of fun. Like you're just going down with your team, down to Orlando, bring your family. They got live DJs, a video game room, fully catered, you know, this, this, and that. You go to fucking Disney World during the day. Mm-hmm. And then that first video or that first photo of the guy's food, I forget who it was. It's someone on the Pacers, I think, or the, the Pelicans or something. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. It, and then it's like, okay, this is what the bubble is going to be like. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. Hey, what, what were your bubble? That was bullshit. That was yeah. it. <laughs> built yet and shit it, it's i'm guessing it's like a, a luxury palace now down there bro i'll say this i think lebron james's hotel room and um i don't know sammy ogile's hotel room are quite different yeah I will say, yeah that's a good way to put it yeah. uh, LeBron I think James. living a different experience yeah yeah but it, i remember i remember rondo was one of the first ones yep yeah he to was. be like to be like oh what is what is this like this, this, is, what we're, this is what the nba you know is accommodating for us yeah, you know what that is, and then he and then he broke his wrist. I'm like, good. You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm the biggest mm. Rondo fan there is. I'm like, that's karma. Karma bit you in the ass. No, no, shit. That's, that's Rondo saying, yo, if this was like eight years ago, I'd have a better room right now. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I know I come off the yep. bench now, but come exactly. on, I'm John Rondo. Yeah, yeah I'm re- exactly. You know who I am? I'm a champ. Exactly. You know who <laughs> I've <I am>? seen this? Splashes <laughs> his ring up there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, do I need to get my friend and former colleague Kevin Garnett on the phone? I was I gonna him. say he just he just shows him like uh, his phone wallpaper. It's him with his arm around Garnett. <laughs> you didn't know I was part of the Big Four in two thousand and eight. <laughs> Everyone knows so famously. Enjoy your Econo Lodge room, okay, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's King do that. Side, I mean, I, I'd be remiss not to talk some Celtics. We have three Celtic experts on the show. You probably get this question asked a hundred times a day, but. We're recording this on, on Thursday, so tomorrow, Friday, this thing officially kicks off. I don't know who wants to start. What, what are your guys' uh, expectations uh, for this Celtics team? Do you think they have a legitimate run? Where do you see this thing playing out? Um, I'll, I'll start first. I'll, I'll make it quick, mm-hmm. too. I think, yeah, I think absolutely. I think uh, because of Jason Tatum and, and because of the different weapons, I mean, offensively, there's no concern, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Obviously, there's the Kemba aspect to it, but you know, as a whole, no other team has three 20 plus point scores. You know, mm. uh, a lot of other teams struggle to get that kind of production from up top. The bench is a different story, but I do think the others do have a chance. I mean, this format and when you combine Kemba's health, it's just a lot of question marks to to say you know they're concrete favorites. You know, one of my favorites, but um, I'll, I'll put it this way though: if, if they if they face if they don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and it's either the Raptors or the Bucks are the reasons why they don't go there, then I don't think it's a disappointment. But if you don't get to the Eastern Conference Finals and another team stops you along the way, I, I, I think you have to be a little bit disappointed just because of what we already saw. We already gotten so far into the season that we knew what this team could be. And I, I think there will be some disappointment. And, and I think it's, it's just, you know, I, mm-hmm. because of the talent, because of the Eastern Conference, um, you know, 
these guys have a shot here, at least to get to the finals, in my opinion. I think that would be a success. Yeah, man. Yeah, just, just to piggyback on what, uh, on what uh, Sway said, in terms of, like, if everybody's healthy, like, the, mm-hmm. there's, there should be no reason why they shouldn't at least get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, but I agree. you have, you know, this kind of looming thing right now with Kemba Walker. You know, I know they're taking it. They're, 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 they're like not saying any, you know, not saying much. They're just like, no, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. But the fact that they're really, really been careful with him kind of mm-hmm. concerns me a little bit. Like I wasn't yeah. that concerned until they went to Orlando. Like when they were, um, they, they got together in Boston two weeks or whatever it was before they headed to Orlando and everyone was, was working out. Like, you know, I think it was like only like three or four individually could go yep. and have their own workouts and stuff like that. But then when they had, like when they had their little mini training camp before heading to Orlando mm-hmm. and you didn't hear, and you heard nothing but good things. And then once you get to Orlando and it's just like, Oh, that's right. Kemba Walker says he's, you know, suffering like from pain yeah. after four <laughs> months off. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, right. he did get a formal minutes restriction, right? Like, that's public? Yeah, I mean, Brad I said mean, he's going to put him on a minute restrictions? Yeah, Stevens already said that, you know, to start to start off the seeding games, yeah. he's going to be on a minutes restriction. And the first game against the Bucks, he's not, he's not playing any more than 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that concerns me a little bit. I understand, you know, the seeding the seating games aren't, um, I don't know, I guess for lack of a better word, it's, it's not a huge it's thing you got to worry about. Yeah, gonna, I, I think the Celtics are going to, they're going to still be the third seed. But... Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to be sure that, you know, Kemba is going to be as close to Kemba as possible. So and let's then, say worst case scenario, Kemba's like out. Is that, yeah. is that a death sentence or what, what do you guys think? I don't want to say it's a death we sentence. Carson Edwards. We're good. We got Carson Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> We're right in. You, yeah. you guys are forgetting about the uh, positionless Vincent Poirier too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Delicious. Yes. Good old. You can tell these guys listen to us. No, that's a good point. I think I, I, I would even go a step further. I think anything, a loss to anyone besides Milwaukee would be a disappointment. Pacers don't scare me. Philly doesn't scare me. Toronto doesn't scare me, even though I, they probably should. They've just been that yeah. sneaky team. Who, yeah, why is that? Explain. Why, I'll why tell you, bro. They you don't know, scare me either. I don't I've been know. saying that for five or six years, but I, every I fucking year, they're the one or Real two seed. Though. Yeah, no, real but quick. But LeBron's though. gone. LeBron was their kryptonite. Every year, though. Then they got quiet. <laughs> every year, every year, every every analyst or every Celtics analyst or every person, every anyone that talked about the Celtics would always say, "Let's avoid Toronto. Let's avoid mm-hmm. Toronto." Every year. Yeah. And like you said, they're always the one or the two seed, but no one's talking about Toronto. And I think, no. I know, and Toronto, they they were they were in Florida two weeks before everyone else was. So mm. they they've been together for like over a month like a month and a half almost two months now yeah i wonder if they were pissed that they had to leave canada to come to the united states to play <laughs> this thing. they should have been like you sure you guys don't want to just come here it's pretty, it's pretty nice they're gonna, take, here. they're gonna take their anger out on the rest of the nba yeah I, I that's actually not a bad point i could see them going on this is kind of a cliche but going on like a revenge tour like you know you guys were a one and done with Kawhi. show us you can do it on your own Pascal Siakam's nice, you know, Lowry, oof, I don't know, but no, I, I think Milwaukee is just, and I don't even think Milwaukee's loaded. I just think Giannis is just so fucking good for lack of a, a more precise term. It's yeah, just, it's just, yeah. a, it's a tough out. All right. No what, what else is around him? Dan coming in with the hot takes. No, Scorching hot take. I think Giannis is a good <laughs> basketball player. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Write it down. I, Quote me on that one. No, but you you say oh, that, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It, right? It's like the the, the LeBron like formula, you know, right? We we've mm-hmm. seen it so many times, right? Where you you surround it with shooters and you just let them go, and that's exactly yep. what's been going on in Milwaukee. All these yep. bench guys popping up as you know uh, top bench guys, and, and you're looking at Bledsoe being like, "Wait, I thought you guys needed this guy to be like your <laughs> you know guy? your guys," and they've been yeah. able to they've they've led the East, you know. With Bledsoe playing mediocre, you don't even know what you're going to get from Bledsoe. You know, mm-hmm. Middleton is another story. Middleton is more, okay, can you keep this going in the postseason? That's a, that's, yeah. that's a story. Yep. They were on pace they, for 70 wins. If, dude, the, if fucking, the season it, was extrapolated to 82 games, yeah. they were on pace for 70. The and, quietest, like, ride to 70 wins you'd ever see. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how hard? Yeah. People out. They were stomping people out. Like, it was, mm-hmm. yeah. 
How, how funny, hot though. do you guys think this is? That I think that Giannis and James Harden are the least entertaining superstars in the league. To watch? Most frustrating to watch as an opponent. I'm with you on Harden. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. Giannis, I don't know. Maybe because I've I seen him live a lot. And I'm just like, man, mm. it's crazy. <laughs> but I'm yeah. with you with Harden, though. I'm with you. He's a little the, frustrating. The, the thing with Harden is, you know, he's so talented. And, you know, so I will attest to this. I, I have this thing with lefties that, like, they're so mm. hard to guard. And but yet the refs always bail him out. And that shit just pisses me off. Like he knows mm-hmm. how to like, yeah. he knows how to how to how to like just fake out the refs or just, it's part of know, his skill set. Like it's, it's part, part of his game yeah. plan, yeah. which is and crazy. Like, you don't like stop. Don't bail him out. Like he he can score at will anytime he wants to get to the rim. Anytime mm-hmm. he wants to shoot over mostly anybody he wants to. But yet for some reason the refs always buy what he's selling. And I that, think that's that, why that, people that hated on Braun so much early in, in his career, especially as like Boston fans. I hated that he would go in and, and floppy, like yeah. a, a touch foul, he'd like slam his head back. Like he just got whiplash or something. Right. But yeah, every, every time Harden goes to the basket, he does the, he holds, he holds the ball out like this. Space, and then he lets it. Yeah. And he, and he swings his arms through the contact and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's going to be fucking like a yeah. foul every time. But that, Somehow that isn't in the spirit of basketball, really. Yeah. Remember the first time I asked you about James Harden? So I didn't know who this guy was. He's coming in the NBA, right? He's going to be a rookie. <laughs> and, and, he, and Sean was big on him. He was like, man, but he's not going to be there for the Southern. The Southern could draft him, but he's not going to be available. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? He goes, you, you would love him. Have you seen him play? I'm like, nah. He goes, bro, lefty? No, left-handed Paul Pierce. I go, whoa. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah. I'm in. That's a hell of a sales did. pitch. When it comes to absorbing contact, yes, but Harden took it to a whole nother level that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> That's what Paul used to do. When you think about it. But oh, it was I was just going to say, we can't complain like, about James because we grew up with Paul Pierce in the classic right. pump fake right. foul right. Which and is won like 40% yeah. of the time. If you didn't watch him you know, growing up, you didn't mm-hmm. know about that. You oh, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But that's deceiving your defender, though. You're not trying to deceive the refs. You just, you just, if you yeah, got caught, point. you got caught. You know what that was, and like I said, he made the shot. At least yeah. I'd say thirty percent of the time. That was that was that was better than just shooting a wide open three. Fuck like it. If you're jumping in the if you're jumping in the air and you fall into a player, like that's a foul, regardless of yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with Harden though, with Harden to make that shot too. Yeah, of course. Harden though, it's a different it's a different thing with Harden. I agree. That that's you know? a fair point. For sure, and it's 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 annoying as hell. You know, he's so fucking talented. I'm not gonna, I'm not taking anything away from him. Oh yeah, talent, talent wise, you know, he can, he can score lights out. Um, I don't know if he's like in the conversation for the best score of all time. I mean, with a little bit, you know, a couple more seasons, maybe you can kind of throw him in mm. that conversation. But as of right now, like in, in, until he can until he can win in the in the in the playoffs, like you know, I'm I'm just I'm just like everybody else when it comes to. Uh, being a casual like Harden fan. Yeah. I still think, and Harden may never admit this, but I still think he's riding that crutch of Chris Paul going out in the, uh, whenever that Western Conference Finals game was. Because any Rocket Stan or Harden fan or whatever, oh, if Chris Paul wasn't hurt, we would have won the fucking championship that year. <laughs> it's like, I don't remember the actual stat, but were they 0 for something from three? Was it in like oh, the yeah. 40s? 28 the 30s? Like, 0 for 27 yeah. in one quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 28. It's abysmal. That's yeah, but like, everyone, first if was that, that, first but they don't talk about the game before that. Like, they should have closed that thing yeah. out. Good point. Good point. You're right. Good point. Yes. That was a great series. Golden State won two in a row, right? Right. And great series. So, Good point. And yeah, Houston's aren't stinks. Around that time, Sean was having a baby. So, it was Joel. My goodness. Joel and I were doing the podcast. And I remember telling Joel, I'm like, yo, call me crazy, but I think the, Houston, I think the Rockets have a shot here. And then, mm-hmm. that, before I said that, or after I said that, they went ahead, but then they blew it. Game six and seven, yep. they blew it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and classic, and classic Harden fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. He just always just comes up, comes up empty comes when up when short. one of my when, favorite when he's supposed to shine brightest. One of my favorite plays of him was um, when they lost to the Spurs. I think in the year before that, and it was him. He had a chance at the buzzer. Well, oh, Ginobili, yeah, yeah. Ginobili blocked him from behind. I was like, hell yeah! I'm not <laughs> a Harden <laughs> fan. I'm not a Harden fan at all. And I think part of it is also the benefit of the doubt that the refs give. Him and another reason for the Giannis thing that I said um, on like their Euro steps or Harden's like sidestep threes. 
I feel like those guys really get that third step that it's like, man, I mean, if they're already that good, why do they need, why do they need extra rules bent in their favor? Right. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, it's just a matter of opinion. If, if either one was on the Celtics, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I love Harden. guy's the shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys don't understand yeah. Harden, man. That's just the way he goes about his business. Like, we would have been yeah. saying all kinds of excuses. Yeah. So it, it's but, funny you guys mentioned um, like the LeBron thing in the East too. We've talked about this on our show a number of times. And it's nice to have like three Celtics fans who I know can relate to this from the same era. But we've talked about a few times how basically just like the, the perils and the depression of growing up with LeBron in the East. Oh. And it's like mm-hmm. whatever that stretch was, eight or nine straight finals. And it, we've talked about different occasions, but – no matter what the scenario was, it was just 100% inedible. This guy's going to the finals. No matter how bad those Cavs rosters were, like the second round of the Cavs. And, I mean, the Heat was a good team, so that's what it is. But we, we always talk about specifically, this might have been the, the, guy you got, the year you guys started about, talked about starting. The year they lost to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals when they would have played the Thunder. Um, so the, no, it, was, it was actually the season after that. Okay. When, okay. When Ray, when Ray left. Okay. Yeah. But that yeah. year, I remember it was game. We were up what three two. Yeah. Three two. Yeah. Three, two. At the Garden, game six. I got my shit ready to go. KG jersey, and Braun just dumped his fucking nuts all over the Celtics in that game six. And it's like that's it. It's inevitable. And then we fast forward. I think it was 2018 or 2017 when we were up two nothing. We won the first two games, and it's like all right. Yeah. And I was like, I've seen this movie before. I know how this ends. No matter what happens, LeBron is going to go to the finals. And then it just all fell to shit. And it's like, then he leaves and fucking Kawhi comes out. (laughs) And Kawhi goes out and Giannis elevates. And it's just like, because I think someone like Tatum is, he's not on that same level, obviously, but he's, 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 he's getting there. I think he's He's young enough and talented enough to get, it's trending that way. Excellent point. And if Giannis heads West out West, it's like, we've got to capitalize like one of these years. If it's not this year, bro, and Giannis leaves, we've got to capitalize. But Giannis, Giannis hasn't done anything in the playoffs. I, I, yeah, true. Right? You want to talk about Harden not doing anything in the playoffs? Giannis hasn't done anything in the playoffs yet either. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean – Except getting I, knocked out by the Celtics two years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he beat the Celtics last year, but that was more <laughs> Kyrie than anything. But, uh, mm. you know, Giannis hasn't beat anybody. Yeah, So I agree. Tatum has beaten more people in the playoffs. I feel like they t- this Tatum and Brown crew, they have more mm. postseason experience. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm, I'm ready for that series. Tatum was Tatum was one quarter away from going to the NBA Finals and knocking out LeBron. I mean, mm-hmm. he was like he was like six minutes away from making the to the finals after that dunk and the Celtics are down by two and he doesn't touch the ball for the rest of the quarter. Like, what the hell happened? Mm. I'm still not over that, by the way. Another hot take. I would have given him the ball more in that final six minutes. But that's just it, though. He's a Fortune. rookie, and he, he's not. That's true. He's, yeah, he's a rookie, and, and he's not. Not that he's much vocal now, but he's not like someone that's going to be like, hey, give me the ball. Like, it, uh, that, was, that was Brad Stevens. That was on Brad Stevens to be like, feed Tatum the fucking ball and get out of his way. He, he didn't the do that The rookie either. and the vet. Exactly. Shout out, Drake. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, let's – um. Let, let's transition a little bit because I want to respect your guys' time and I want to touch on some other things. So it sounds like we're all in the same boat. I think Celtics have some big expectations going into this thing. Um, Eastern Conference Finals or less would be certainly a disappointment. But let's move on to this. So a couple things. Shift away from basketball a little bit. So I was listening to your last couple episodes. I don't know if it was the last one with Greeny or before. I don't know how it got brought up. You guys are talking about the latest versus battle with Snoop Dogg and DMX. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Last episode, yeah. I think there's another one coming out soon. I think it's Rick Ross and Two Chains. What is your guys? I don't know who wants to jump in one. here. Um, yo, what you mean? You, All right, yo, Ducho, we're getting together for that one. We're yeah. Rick, no, no, about that one. Hey, Did you guys Rick. not know about that one? No, no. I didn't know oh, about that. That'll be dope. Rick. I think that'll be a good one. No, no, um, let's all, let's all saying, watch I'm it together on Zoom. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go, let's do our own verses. We'll just play different snippets from our podcast and just go after each other. Um, so your dream dream versus matchup right now if you were the producer of whatever the fuck that channel is you get any two guys in the same room what would you like to do oh man Ooh, I was saying the other day that are alive Nas is, Nas is a must I, I was mean, assuming a lie but catalog, man. Yeah. if you have the biology to resurrect someone dead and bring him back 
<laughs> I'll watch it. Fuck it. I mean, I mean, it's it's most it's, just, it's the DJs that pick the tracks, right? Because it's, it's that's a good Twenty point. tracks. It, it's I'll twenty say tracks. This. I've ne- I've never seen one, so I I honestly have no idea how they even work. Do these guys oh, just play? Yeah, cool. Like I play a song and the other guy plays a song. It's not like a rap yeah. battle, right? No, wow. no. You play okay. a song and they play a song. You can. It's like you they're can way too old for that. You want to, but you don't have. Hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Pretty much. So oh. yeah, I'm going. Go ahead, this way. I'm gonna say Nas and. I That'd be a good one. Like Nas and Jay Z is too predictable. I, I agree. Yeah. That's too cliche. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's that a good one. one because I think both of them have a great body of work. And, and I yep. think uh, this is key with verses. And I talked about this on the podcast. If you, I don't know if you remember, mm-hmm. but uh, features. Yes. You know, they both have some really good features, Nas and yep. Eminem. And not just commercial ones. Like they've hopped on other people's albums and just mm-hmm. guest verses are very underrated, I think, in, in uh, these verses, uh, these showdowns. So. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Nas and Eminem. I would love I'd watch that. Don't ask Snoop Dogg what he thinks of Eminem. Did you guys no. see that? <laughs> I, I saw know. that on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't like him. He, he said he's not shit. in his top ten. He, Snoop right, Dogg who, said Eminem is not in his top ten when they, you know, had a pretty good run together. Yeah, um, in the beginning well, of Eminem's career. That's true. They're both on like Chronic and Shady and and. Not shady, yeah. but they were both like Dre's two closest. Yeah, through connects. Dre, that's all. Like the they're, they're certainly mutual friends. <laughs> no, no, mutual cool colleagues. Snoop's, Snoop's whole thing was just like about Agreed. the pioneers and stuff, you know. And it's just like, yeah. yeah, I get that, but I think Eminem is—he's a better rapper than the pioneer. Some of them, at least, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Who were but some of the yeah. guys he he named? I mean, I uh, Snoop. Uh, what's he named? Rock him, like but Cali. That's probably it. Yeah, like five Cali rappers, including. Oh yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. and then before you knew it, when you would add on the people that you want to add, you're out of the ten at that point. You know, at least for me, yeah. my, my five, my, my strong five is uh, whatever order you guys want: MJ, Nas, uh, Pac, and Big. You know, mm-hmm. mine would go Reggie, Jay Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Andre from Outkast, then you, then me, then you. That's a that's a good one. Up. That's that's a I unique like. take. Yep, for yeah. sure, hundred percent. I think speaking of Outcast, got to put Outcast in one of these versus battles, man. Ooh, that'd, be yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, uh, I'm even thinking if uh, Fife was still alive, man, Outcast versus Tribe, just a little group going back and forth, that would be a sick versus battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that that follows the quarantine rules, there, Sean. You know, too many people <laughs> in the studio, bro. Yeah, way too many people in the studio, bro. Need the quarantine police. Everybody would be, you know everybody would, the mask on and stuff. You know, Q-Tip would just pull up on some like, well, like three crates of records and be like, "Yo, let's do this." Yeah, <laughs> are we recording? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. yeah, pulls up with a shopping cart full of records. <laughs> right, he'd be like, "Yo, we're doing this old school, right?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, bro, we have these all downloaded on our laptops. We're good. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this shit. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> I don't have the. I don't have the. Uh, like I don't have a record player. <laughs> We have everything you've ever recorded on in this computer. Yeah, I, I just pay like nine ninety nine a month on Spotify. I have it all. We're good. We can just, <laughs> this, we can just plug my aux cord in and go. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, right, I got, cool. I got like, I got like a couple of rappers in mind. Yeah, go ahead, but Like, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if they would, I don't know how they would battle. I was thinking, mm. I mean, minus all the stuff that's been going on in the news with this guy, you know, Kanye. I'm thinking Kanye mm-hmm. Nas. I don't yep. know, Kanye, yeah, too, yeah. Kanye Q-Tip, I don't know, Kanye Most Def, I don't know, something yep. in, that, yep. in, that, in, that, in that vicinity. Especially when you almost been that cool. Kanye made his own beats, so he's got an advantage there right. with a lot of those. It'd yeah, only be cool if, if they did like a, like, a re- yeah. like a regional versus too, like New York versus Chicago or something like that. So it's like oh, okay. Kanye and all Chicago God, guys at his house, it. and then it's, I mean, these guys have a fucking mansion, so I'm sure you can socially go ahead, go ahead. distant and like do all that stuff just back and forth. Kanye West versus Dr. Dre. Original? Of course. Oh, and the songs you produced. Yep. Yeah. That'd be dope. And then the songs they produced, like for other artists, you could have those guys hop in too. That's, 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 included. Right. that's included. That's included. Yeah, yeah. So be write this stuff down. That'd be more like a producer producer battle right there. Right. Correct. I, I, that, that'd that'd be it's funny because Snoop said that he didn't drop, um, what's the song that's, uh, oh, Still Dre. Because mm-hmm. people were like, yo, drop Still Dre, but he didn't drop it because he said, yo, Jay-Z wrote that for me. Jay-Z Whoa, wrote that I didn't see that. And then uh, someone in the comment section, he said he read it. And someone was just like, nah, yo, he can't drop that. Uh, uh, Jay wrote that. <laughs> he was like, see, I knew somebody called me out. Even Copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one was Premier Rakim, right? Or not Rakim. Um, 
the guy from Wu-Tang, RZA. RZA. That was the original was the, one, right? Yeah, that was the yeah. original one. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we talked about this on our podcast too, Soapy. There was the one with Ludacris and Nelly. And Nelly's like Wi-Fi kept going out like, doing all these things, dude. And we talked about, we're like, our biggest thing, we had, a, we had an episode about like, just like, I think we called it like quarantine diaries part one or something. It's early into quarantine. And we're like, bro, like if you're quarantined in your house and you're a celebrity, the, one of the first things you just have to check off the list is like a, a perfect Wi-Fi connect. Like there's no excuse for a celebrity not to have a perfect Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. I have a perfect Wi-Fi connection. Like there's just no excuse for that. I got I got a Boston. Crazy. If uh, if there's a regional one for Boston, I want I want to hear what you guys think. Cousin Stiz <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg. I'll hang up. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> there's really no one else outside of Mark Wahlberg <laughs> I could think of. Yeah, I mean you can uh, go. You can go Worcester. You could go, go Millie's. You can go Millie's. Oh, Millie's. Yeah, Millie's is nice. Oh yeah. Uh, Jonah, we can claim Lucas. We can claim Jonah Jonah. Lucas. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's from Boston. He's from Worcester. Worcester. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, he's from Worcester. Down, down the pike. Oh, just ask anybody from fucking Worcester. They'll fucking tell you out of the first two things. I'm from oh, Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> 508, kid. 508. Come yeah. on. Go up the street. You used to know my cousin's Baba, you know? Down right. the pike, kid. Another uh, question. Let's shift okay. to this. Oh, wait, Pretty natural. Go ahead. Cole versus Kendrick. That's a good one. That's a That'd good one. That'd be a heavyweight battle. That'd be a good one. I, no, no features. I've I've had a hot take. Are you guys all? Do you guys all like J Cole? You guys are all J Cole fans. Yeah. yeah. I've had a take for a while. I think J Cole, and I don't know if so people we've talked about this. I've heard other people talk about. It. Ooh, I don't even know if I want to bring up the wire thing. But with J, with J Cole, I think J Cole is an excellent rapper. I think he's one of the best rappers I've ever heard. But I think his music stinks. Um, I think like his albums are okay. Like he's so good. I just feel like he's achieving with how good he could be. Like I albums are good. They're never great. He hasn't dropped a great album. Definitely not great. And even like, there's a lot of hype around, uh, what was it called? KOD that came out somewhat recently. Yeah. That was okay. But it's like, there's such hype built up and it's like, you know, some people are so pro J. Cole. It's like, if you don't think J. Cole's the greatest rapper alive, it's like, yeah, you're sort of you. like, you're crazy. You're sort of offending it's me. Right? It's so, you can't tell are you that there. side of J. Cole? I am that side of J. Cole. Yes. The fact that oh. you said it stinks. I don't, I may hang up right now, bro. I'm not no, no, no. I didn't say he stinks. I <laughs> oh, think I his music stinks. I, <laughs> I might have to hit the mute button on Sean real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah, um, I think I it's about when, I think it's fair because it's not, like I said, he hasn't dropped a great album. It's not like flames all the time, but it's just good. I just like it. It's good. But Joel, I'd almost that. rather listen to him just acapella or just read yeah, his I mean, lyrics. With the, the streaming Kindle, world, but. the streaming world that we live in, I just feel like J. Cole fans don't really, they're not bumping his album. They're picking the best, their favorite songs from each album and they're making their own playlist. I agree. Hence, That's hence the point, Sean. That's fair. Sean when's, when's the last J. Cole album you heard, Sean, in its entirety? Uh, for your eyes only, I love that fucking album. You hate that. that stunk. I love that album. Yeah, that was like his oh. worst one, man. <laughs> I think that was stinky. So I, I have a. We've talked about this on the show. I have, I have a one-year-old son. Oh, the first lady just walked in. She always walks in when I'm talking about Barney. Uh, my son loves Barney. Great show. We've talked about it before. Um, there, there's times when I'd rather listen to the Barney soundtrack than for your eyes only. <laughs> if I just want to hear some bars, Damn. like get pumped up for the day. Here's my thing about that I'll album. I'll throw on the big guy. The, the lyrics are dope. The beats are smooth. You know, it's got a good vibe mm. to it, but it's boring, man. It's just a. It's boring very boring. It's, it's very lackluster. I don't know. That way. I, I, I like I like some laid back hip hop. I don't think it always needs to be up in your face, man. Yeah, what about okay? What about hold on, hold on, hold on. Force Hills. That was a better album, but it was smooth. that was good. Was I still think the one before that was better. Um, not. His first one, the second the one. Second one. Um, Everyone says that that's his best one. The second. What was that one. called, Sean? Like, uh, not sideline story. Uh, the one after no, that. No, the next. It's uh, it's the one with this with the big head on it. <laughs> it's the one with crooked smile and um. Yeah, yeah, what was yeah. there a single? The one Miguel. You know uh, this album. Okay, what's that J Cole album you like? Someone gotta Google it. Not born born sinner. No. Born sinner. Born sinner. Born, born sinner. Right? Okay, that's that's, that's a good album. That's born a good center. through and through album. Born I would play that over Barney Slate. He goes hard on that one. He does. Yeah, no, yes. I, I agree, though. 
I agree okay. about J. Cole because I remember J. Cole when he his buzz, like before he dropped an album, like all his mixtapes like songs. Yeah. Yeah. Those were you're, good. You were like you're like, okay, you know, this mm-hmm. dude's this dude uh thing that I, one one track that comes to mind, the return of Simba, like I thought like that the beat was dope and him, you know, the lyrics on that and I was like, Okay, this guy's you know, he's gonna he's gonna do big things, especially because, you know, he signed to Jay Z's label and mm-hmm. Jay Z kinda kinda discovered him and it's like, All right, cool, but Oh on Blueprint right, Three. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a song yeah. on Blueprint Three. That was a dope verse. Right. Yeah. And then, so you guys mentioned you're, you're a Kanye fan. So I remember, remember the Good Friday mixtapes oh, that would come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, on, look, that. that song, Looking for Trouble. That, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. that was when I really first heard J. Cole. I was like, wow, like, yeah, this, this dude's the real deal. And then he started releasing albums, and I was like, I'm yeah. 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 Anyway. 2010. Well, the new, two new tracks he just dropped? Those two new tracks are fire. I haven't heard them yet, I don't think. Oh, of course. I think I blocked them. Blocked them from Spotify. Let me I ask you guys from Spotify. Let me ask you guys this in the oh, same hold vein. On. Hold on, let me squeeze a question in for Dan yeah. though, real quick, because you said mm-hmm. I think I think Kanye. What about Kids See Ghosts? No one talks about that album, man. That uh, I don't like that at all. What? When okay. when like when toilet paper was in a shortage, like during yeah, quarantine, I, I, I just copped Kids See Ghosts. No, I will be I'm honest. I I didn't yeah. I didn't give it a fair listen. I've okay. heard like bits and pieces. Right. If that's a true recommendation from Causeway Street Podcast, I'll give it a listen. Yes. I'll get yeah, I mean, it's only there. seven tracks, so, you know. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, take about 20 minutes. Yeah, take about 21 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Tops. You can do that. Yeah. Who is, that's yeah. with him and Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're huge on Cudi over here. We're cutters. Cudi yeah, yeah, I, mean, that's, that's <laughs> Cudi. Have I like Kid Cudi. That's fair. I'll give it a listen. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm a man Probably of the word. I mean, I mean, that Cuddy with Eminem that Kyle dropped a few weeks ago. Oof. Yo, man. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't listen to that either. Is that good? Yeah. That's, we had yeah. some other. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> uh, Soapy, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you have something you want to um, say for some reason? No, I was going to say, uh, like, if you guys had to pick a uh, song to come out to, like, if you were on the Celtics, what would it be? Like a oh, pump-up song. Oh, shit. Good question. Oof. So. Jay-Z, you don't know. Great. Which 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 uh, which Sway has come out to? <laughs> did you come out to that at Sh- Sh- Sean's wedding? <laughs> that I did. It wasn't. It was the MOP remix though. The uh, remix. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. dude screaming in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? Since you guys are local, did you guys either go? Me and Sophie have been to a couple of concerts together. Um, did you go to the Jay Z? 444 concert we did yeah well, three of oh us we were there too yeah oh, yep. that's dope and then life of pablo we went to as well i was there too. Yes. no shit that was a dope show. <clears throat> yeah, great show that's weird the one, the one we might have been sitting go, right next Kendrick to open up for him right kendrick open up for like that, that yeah. You know, yeah yeah he just right. dropped good kid mad city yep yeah. oh yeah that's right um yeah. cool so i know we're coming up on time Last thing, I'm going to end this here because, again. Real quick, though. Joel Shark, pick a song. What are you guys coming out to? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. My Off bad. the top of my head, I'm going to say uh, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Kanye. Oh, great answer. Bombs over. Phenomenal Bombs. answer. That's what I'm coming out to. B.O.B. Bombs over. Outcast. Outcast, yeah. Oh, Respect. Okay. Respect. Respect. Okay. Uh, let's let's tag someone in. The Robert. <laughs> I have my, my, my wife just walked in. Ari. Sounds like Strange Clouds. B-O-B. You were signed by the Celtics, <laughs> and you have to come out to a song. What would that song be? <laughs> Taylor Swift? What? <laughs> oh, respect. <laughs> Hustlin' by Rick Ross. Ah, oh, cliche, oh, but BF, respect. I thought she said Jay Z verse. He came back after that verse. So yes, yeah. Jay Z yeah, and Jeezy. Everyone, everyone would just stand up as soon as that beat dropped. That's yeah. a good one. Huh? <laughs> Ooh, or the Kanye verse and put on. That's respect too. Yeah, I got I, I, I got one that's easy. Gotta have it by Kanye off from Watch Throne. Throne. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, a dope song yeah. too. What have they been? I remember a couple of years ago. Maybe it was I don't even. What do they come out to now? I don't even remember. Um, the Celtics. Celtics. Do they still do the team? They still do the team. Like it used to be the for a while. Um, they did uh, AO Technology. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> they used yeah. to come out to Rock Boys for a little bit. And then, My first, the, the first year I covered them, they came out to Drake and Future. Um, Big Rings. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Like that one. Yeah, yeah. Ever Maybe since then, it's, it's usually a trap song. I don't even remember what, which one. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a. It was that Rick Ross song from um, Suicide Squad. Uh, a purple Lamborghini. It was just uh, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, instrumental yeah. though. Good soundtrack, by the way. Excellent soundtrack. So it'd be let's funny do if this. They, it'd be funny if they just had yeah. like every game they change it and they're like. 
all right, um, the next home game, Ennis Cantor gets to choose what we come out to. And then he just picked <laughs> the Turkish national anthem. <laughs> Borat soundtrack. Uh, yeah. They, they would go to Semi Ojale, but I'm pretty sure Semi's like super religious and would just choose some gospel uh, shit. Gospel. <laughs> oh, was it, was it, wasn't 11 the last Kanye album there, Sway? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. exactly. Jesus is king. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was Semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Semi is king. Um, I heard you all talking about this on the last episode too, and I'd I'd like to hear your opinions as respected, three respected men in the media. There's a conversation between Michelob Ultras and delicious, truly hard seltzers. (laughs) I'm, I'm very strongly on one side or the other between like a light commercial beer or a seltzer truly specifically, because I think they're delicious. Um, it's a nice summer day. You guys are out chilling, grilling, barbecuing, pre-quarantine, pre-COVID. You bring the cooler out. What do you got in the cooler to crack back with the boys? Michelob Ultras, like a light, cheap beer or a delicious seltzer? Oh, oh, oh we have to pick one or the other? Yes. I'm oh. out on this one. I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm, gonna... I'm, I'm going on the DD <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're hanging out with Causeway Street, there's there's four things we drink. Okay. <laughs> Corona, mm. Heineken, and then New Amsterdam Peach Vodka. That's all we drink. Respect. That's the four things that we drink. That's it. We usually don't do free advertising on the show, but I'll let that one slide. No problem. <laughs> oh, and Miller Light. And Miller Light. Miller Light's right. always that's good. that's a lot. We're losing a lot of money by doing these. <laughs> okay. Respect. Oh, champagne and beers. <laughs> that's Miller yeah, Highway. I, I, I oh shit! Okay. I'm not a Celtic guy. I'm not a big Celtic guy. I am. I'm all in. I, I if I could go back in time and invest in a Celtic company, I would. I would but do that. Your, I will say this: Julie's are phenomenal. There's nothing better than a little switch up when you switch it up. You're drinking beer and then you switch to the seltzer. It's hot outside. Now that I can do. It. That's a dangerous <laughs> move. Yep. <laughs> I've mixed I've mixed the salsa with like a liquor and then added like some juice to <laughs> get like a little fizz. So that's you know, a yeah, we're degenerates, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you guys something that no one knows about, and it should be like well known. But I'll give you I'll give you one of the Morse code podcast secrets. Actually, I haven't told Dan either. Take mm, trip you. down memory lane to college. Take pinnacle uh, fruit punch flavored vodka and pair it with any sort of like minute made fruit punch. Okay. It would just taste like the juice. And it'll get you fucked up real quick. All right. I don't think that's like a secret. <laughs> People don't talk about juice. it. <laughs> you know what? Believe it or not, it's actually relevant because uh, these two, they used to make fun of me for my uh, choice with the uh, fruity vodkas, but now it's on the list. It's, it's, on, nah. it's, on, the, it's, on, it's on the list. I'm not, I'm not a uh, fan of it. I'll drink it, but uh, yeah, I'm, same. It's, not, it's not my first choice. <laughs> I remember when that first, that first Pinnacle Whipped flavor came out. Oof, that, that just that hit different. Huge. Then the pinnacle, like Swedish fish flavors and all this other shit. <laughs> McGillicuddy's, like better days. Doctor McGillicuddy's, my favorite, my favorite medical professional, Doctor <laughs> McGillicuddy, PhD, PhD. Yeah. So, what's your um, favorite? The mint and the grape, I think it is. I love the grape. Grape's delicious. Grape's phenomenal. Oh, grapes, awesome. Grape, yeah. grape sugar, water, grape. purple. <laughs> sugar, water, purple. Apple pie. <laughs> what it is? <laughs> That's literally yeah, sugar, water, purple, and. Grain alcohol is exactly yeah, right. <laughs> um, purple stuff. It looks yeah. fancy as fuck, though. <laughs> it does yeah. look fancy. Very classy. It really does. And you have to pour it into a flask. It's like seven ninety nine. dollars Let's do this. We're coming up on time. Um, you guys are awesome. Thanks again for hopping on. Before, before we sign off and let you guys go, Thanks we'd love to have you back again, obviously, and chop it up once the season kind of gets going and rolling and see how yeah. wrong we are with our predictions. But wouldn't would be remiss if I didn't let you guys hop in here individually. Where can people uh, find you guys online and, and find the show? First of all, kick it over to you first. You can find me on Twitter at Joe underscore Sway. Joe underscore Sway. Joe Sway. And of course, check us out on uh, CausewayStreet.com. Plenty of articles, plenty of content. And uh, all of our podcast episodes will be posted on there as well. So, Yeah, yeah my- man. You can, you can catch me on, on Twitter. Uh, it's Joel underscore CSP for Causeway Street Podcast. Um, uh, I'll just echo what Sway said. Uh, CausewayStreet.com, at Causeway Street for all social media platforms. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. John? I mean, I'm at Sean Dutra, but you probably don't want to follow me because I <laughs> tweet, 
normally when I'm angry, and that's about it. The only time I'll ever tweet is when I'm angry. But hey, go ahead, follow me if nice. you want. But definitely that's follow me. It's usually in like the wee hours for some reason. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you get really exactly. angry at night. Nice. Sometimes, it, sometimes, you know, you just can't sleep. You wake up and you just say, yeah, fuck this or fuck that. And then you just go back. <laughs> <laughs> now, we'll, we'll, we'll plug that on the show notes and everything too, obviously. But like I said at the beginning, if you guys aren't following these guys now, make sure you do. Got a great show. Got great guests. Got great Celtics insight. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good time. Listen to three dudes just shooting the shit. So thank you guys again for on, jumping uh, on our show. Questionable takes on J. Cole, but uh, aside from that, yeah. Oh, we're going to edit that whole part out, obviously. You know what, no, guys? Maybe, maybe this is the album. Maybe this is what he needed. You know, we'll Maybe. See. I will say, I will, I will listen to the, the Kid See Ghost album, and then yeah. any other J. Cole recommendations just send our way. I'll, I'll give a fair listen. Symbol on Ice. Good one. Symbol on two ice. new tracks. Two new tracks. Check those two out. That's, that's the two ones you got to listen okay. to. All right. All right. Respect. Oh, and the Eminem and uh, Kid Cudi. Listen is that that's out oh, yeah. that's on like spotify or apple or something okay man, write this yeah. down that up. come on man. yeah take so i assume is writing this down i got it i got it i will i will i mean this is literally recorded on multiple Mental platforms. Pictures. <laughs> but uh all right fellas thanks for hanging out with us and uh go celtics we'll get this shit started soon and uh we'll see you guys hopefully soon everyone else thanks for rocking with us see y'all next time peace peace right. we out of here baby we out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. Swag out of honey climbing, baby. Yeah, lights of a dawn, lights keep glowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on, with something crazy on my arm. Uh-uh-uh. Here's another hit, Barry Farm. 